Like, there's no right way to do it. Oh, we're going to get into it. What up, milky, milky mamas? <laughs> I love that this is human cows. This every time. Every time it's I think different. this is the thrill of the lifetime for me. I wish that y'all could hear. I was going to take a sip of my wine. And See if it comes through. Do it. Okay, ASMR. Right. A big old gulp. I heard it a little. I'm sure. Oh, God, that is good. It is. What time is it? It is almost 5 p.m. and I and I am childless. It's, and oh, it's five o'clock somewhere. And I can't tell you, I don't know if y'all experience this, but Alice, like this time between five and six thirty is Oh, the witching hour is what it's I call it. Muy bueno, or <laughs> no bueno. Yeah. It's muy bueno. No. <laughs> no, it's the witching hour. It's really tough. So I always am really grateful when I am traveling and it gets to be this hour and I'm like, oh my God. It used to be the best time of day. End you of the think? work day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I that's meant, so. I it used to be five like, o'clock. Oh. oh, and parties Shut's starting. Like yeah, coworkers, you're going ever. to a bar. We're going to get some snacks. And now it's like, it's really bad. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really bad. <laughs> At first, I thought you were going to say as a newborn, it was the best time. And I was like, oh, my God. That's when I started panicking. No, yeah, pre-children. I, like, five like, o'clock. When the, the sun started to go down, I was like, <sighs> When am I going to get woken up next? Yeah. Like, oh, it was so scary. No, this used to be the fun part of the day. And now it's. You're so right. And it's Friday. It's Friday. So it's like extra little. Extra yeah. Zhuzh. But yeah. I've got my glass of wine here. Winnie, I'm so sorry for your loss. It's okay. But- you know, I'm thriving on my glass <laughs> of wine. Sobriety is chic these days. So you're just following the trend. I'm yeah. so trendy. I'm so sober. So is being drunk chuggy now? I, I honestly feel like it might be. So someone, <laughs> I said the word chuggy recently and someone told me that saying chuggy was chuggy. And well, I was color like, me what choose. is it? What is it that I'm like? Sorry, we fit the age range. What do say I say it? now? Wait, I saw something recently that was like, this is chuggy. And I was like, no, I think it was dying your hair blonde. Is oh, yeah. Chuggy. Oh, I did see that. I saw that on the TikTok. The blonde is out. P- people are saying being blonde is chuggy. And I was like, yeah, people were born this way. That's like, like, could you imagine? Well, people don't grow up that most people are not actually. I mean, my hair is not anymore. I was blonde. Graydon, my son is blonde, but he will definitely have dark hair. Yeah. But still, like, I don't know, so many people. Mm -hmm. Blondes are a part of our societal. It's part of who who we are (laughs) as Americans. We need blondes. So Shannon and I are blonde, this, by this the way. It's going to be called We Need Blondes. <laughs> we need us blonde nation. Oh, oh my yeah. gosh. We Amazing. need us. Okay. Well, this episode is actually not about blondes. Well, it's about a blonde, Whitney. True. Uh, yes. yes. You're right. Here I am. So in the last episode, we talked about my work journey and everything. Mm-hmm. And today we're talking about Whitney Williams. Corporate America. Um, She's a loyal girl. I've been there. It'll be 10 years this year. Wow. Isn't that disgusting? I mean, I... And not not because I've been there that long, but we've been out of college that long. Yeah, that that's been crazy. working for 10 years. That upsets me. Yeah. That's crazy. Okay, so tell us a little bit about your work situation, maybe currently and how okay. it shifted. Yes, so when I had Graydon, I could not get into childcare. So I was working from home. I've always had this remote job even before it became trendy with COVID. Thank you. But (laughs) I was remote and um, I had Graydon. And in Nashville, if anyone lives in Nashville, the child market, (laughs) I'm going to say, is crazy. 
The child market sounds like you're selling children. (laughs) Yeah, you cannot find one, guys. I am. I am still on three waiting lists for daycares, which we decided was going to be the route for us either way. Um, So I worked from home with Graydon until he was nine months old, graciously from my company. Thank you. That is wild. Uh, Yeah, yeah. and of course I went back to work at three months and kept him at home for six of those months while working it was tough and i thought it was hard back then it just got worse because he just started moving and making noise oh my gosh i just i look back and like how did i i was well that's my question is how did you do that wait can you set the scene a little bit about your company oh yes just like what industry and what your work is yes so i started right out of college applied to a company kind of in my family blood it's in the building industry um, but it was for an entertaining job. So I was doing a lot of customer service. I actually worked with the Titans. Our company owned the naming rights of the Tennessee Titans football stadium. So I did a lot of customer entertaining um, at the football games, at concerts, all the fun stuff that you do when you're 23, 24. I thought I was so cool. I had a great time. And then went into the career of marketing, which I'm in now. And, um, so I'm do corporate marketing, but it's more of a field sales role. So I'm in field marketing. So mm-hmm. okay. through that, I went part-time, um, in, I think it was April of last year. I had to come to Jesus. with Yeah. My boss. I was going to pause you right there and be like, tell talk to us a little bit about what you were feeling when you got to that moment of being like, okay, something has to change. I feel like you kind of hit the nail on the head in the in your episode by saying I truly was splitting my time between Graydon and work. My family lives an hour away, so it's not like I could rely on my parents to come and my dad was not retired at the time to come at a drop of a hat and help me every single day. That's just not realistic. So I was just praying and moving meetings around by his naps and he was also not a great sleeper. So, I mean, sometimes I'd be in the middle of the meeting and he would wake up and it was just like, I was nervous. I would lose all concentration on talking to clients, talking to customers. And I truly felt like I wasn't myself. Yeah. And this is something I don't think I mentioned in the last episode, but when, when you are splitting hairs like that, that is when you start to feel like a failure at everything. I did. Yeah. You feel like you're bad at your job. You feel like you're bad at being a mom. Then when you're splitting the hairs there, there's no room for your marriage or for friends (laughs) or for self-improvement or workouts like and honestly I did get that feedback from my boss at my year-end review (laughs) did did you really what did she say I mean it was she said it in the most complimentary way possible that I really like picked up the slack towards the end of the year and became more of what she thought I could be Mm -hmm. because number one I did go part-time in April um, which my company they have been so good to me. And I, honestly, that is probably why I'm so loyal to them. But uh, I do love the company. They've just been so nice through my my career and through my husband's career, letting us move around and whatnot. But just taking a step back and realizing I had to and going through that journey. I also just want to say like you did all the right things. Your yeah. preschool or your daycare like just didn't open on time. Right. And your hands were tied. There was no other 
option for you. Mm-hmm. You the were the one we got into was brand new, and it yeah, they just kept pushing back the date. So right, so you weren't even like you both keep using the term splitting your time, but in this case, it wasn't splitting. You were being a full time mom and a full time employee. You were doing. You were doubling your efforts. I felt so anxious because my company kept asking, so when's it going to open? When's it going to open? And I'd have to be like, I I truly don't know. I cannot give you an answer. It was so tough. I used to travel like crazy um, probably every other week, be gone for three days at a time. And I did love it. It's just not conducive to my life now. Yeah. So me taking a step back and becoming part-time meant cutting off travel completely. Yeah. Which was tough. Being in person with customers is a whole different experience. Kind of like doing the podcast with y'all in person is a whole different experience. It's so nice. I'm going to love doing it either way, but it's just great Yeah, being with y'all. So did you have to ask for it or did you just open the conversation with your boss that was like, hey, I'm feeling like I'm not doing my best work. Like, can we come up with a a solution together or did you just flat out ask like, I I need to be part time? I think it was just one day we were having a conversation and I admitted defeat, honestly. I told her I was struggling and I said, look, I don't have another job option. I'm not telling you that I'm leaving you, but I'm going to have to quit. Like I can't sustain what we're trying to do here. I don't feel like it's fair for what I'm giving you. And I don't feel like it's fair for what you're asking in a way, Mm -hmm. even though I mean, it was my job. I just couldn't keep up anymore. Yeah. And this is where I say like my company's so nice. Like I never in a thousand years would have expected her to come back and be like, how would you feel about being part time? I thought she was just going to straight up be like, all right, nice to yeah, know you. Like I get it. I, I'm so sorry, but she came up with a way to keep me. Wow. That is so nice. Yeah. And, and she had only been my boss for a year at that point. So it's not like we had a ton of stuff right. beneath us. Like, And really three months of that you were on maternity yes. leave. Yeah. So it just was like a wow mo- moment, I guess. I, I still thank her to this day for letting me do that and staying mm-hmm. with a company That's I really amazing. like. So. So, I feel like myself included – a lot of people are afraid to ask for that as an option. Yeah. They I, mean, think I didn't it's, think it would be, but yeah. I'm so glad it was. From an employer's perspective, what is easier to keep somebody on who already knows what they're doing, who's been with the company for 10 yeah. years, who's reliable, or find somebody new, go through the whole rigmarole mm-hmm. of hiring, which yep. nobody – onboarding, getting someone new set up in the system. So I feel like – Employers are willing to do it if you're a good employee. It's yes. just being brave enough to ask I mean, or vulnerable enough. Yeah, they they came up with another position to one that would travel in my place. So, And she's amazing too. And so we're just all spread out over the East Coast. And um, yeah, we, we're making it work. I do a lot of the back-end work now. I don't, say my, I don't think my day-to-day has changed at all. If anything, I actually did just add hours back because we are so busy and I'm thankful for that. But and yeah. and Graydon's in daycare now. Yes. That so, took a lot off my plate. Yeah. So which is going to, yeah. which was my next question. Like, what was that like finally getting him into daycare, dropping, like, talk to me about oh. that because that's foreign to me. I have, yeah. Alice hasn't been to a school or to daycare. It's 
it's on the list for coming soon, <laughs> coming soon to a theater near you. Alice going to daycare. But um, I, I want to hear a little bit about that, that and then having to focus on work while you know your child's being t- taken care of by oh, someone gosh. else. It is the craziest feeling. The agony you first feel leaving your child at a preschool where there's seven other kids in the class. Yeah. He's not the center of the attention anymore. You don't know. You're like, are you okay? And I mean, he was granted, he was older. He was nine months old. So, I mean, I feel like that was an advantage. I didn't have to drop him off like a lot of people do right at three months or four months. He was sitting up. I felt better about him having, you know, neck control and all of that. But it's agony driving away for the first time and then being in your car alone, which is fun, right? We all agree on that. (laughs) Yeah. Heaven. (laughs) I remember crying, but also being like, what do I do with myself yeah. for the first time in so long? I just was like, what's the first thing I want to do? Like, do I schedule a workout? Cause I hadn't been able to do that. Yeah. I mean, you really do hone in on your work because you're like, this is the first time I've had to concentrate and you really knock it out so much faster. Yeah. <laughs> knowing that yeah. you have that amount of time to do that. That's, that was going to be my next question. And I, I, I don't want to get like too in the weeds here, but sometimes I feel like if I truly set myself a part-time schedule, I could get the same amount of work done. Oh yeah. Do you feel that way? Yes. I think any person that's remote feels that way. Yeah. You kind of catch yourself like, I'm going to dabble in a little laundry. Right. And then you have a customer call and you work on that for an hour or so. And then you're kind of like, all right, I've hit a dead zone again. I can clean the kitchen. I don't know. It's just right, little things totally. like that that I don't know you discover while you're remote, which I'm sure you do. A little yeah, bit yeah, too, for sure. But um, it's also so easy when you don't have a child. I mean, you just have so much free time. You have no idea how much free time you have. Isn't it weird looking <laughs> you have if you child. are pregnant right now, you have so much free time. <laughs> go shopping, and go on a vacation. Hate hearing that when you were pregnant, you oh, hated yeah. it. Shut I up. was like, I'm ready. Yeah. Don't tell me. Um, so yeah, it's Get annoying sleep. to hear. Shut up. Yeah, yeah. Then you're like, I'm ready for no, it. No, you're <laughs> like, no, but for it's real. Like, then all of a sudden, your plate is full, full, full. You know what I'm guilty of is I, whenever people are like, I'm tired of this and they don't have kids, I'm like, you're so selfish. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's not horrible, but I'm like, you have no idea. I, I, I definitely have moments of that. And then I pull it back and I'm like, everyone's just living their truth. Okay. Uh, so true. It's how it's great. Oh, sorry. No, I was going to say maybe they drank all night, which I used to do. So. That's the next episode. (laughs) Um, How is Graydon doing now with daycare? Loves it. Squeals with joy, pulling up. I call it school. And I'm like, we're at school. And he's like, yeah. (laughs) He doesn't talk like that yet. But he truly loves it. He's thriving. I was telling them that I'm like impressed because he's not even a year and a half. And he knows how to line up at the door and sing all these songs and sits at the table, which he will not do at my house. I'm like, how are y'all getting him to do this? But it's just amazing how fast they learn. And I am appreciative for having it and feeling safe with him there now and yeah. knowing that he he loves it. It just took, you know, getting over that little hurdle of the beginning. Yeah. And you feel like your work has been better since. Oh, my gosh. Yes. A hundred percent. And I mean, that is what my end of the year review was about, was that I came leaps and bounds from where I was. I just think I was in the a tough, tough place. And I've said, I think like the first five to eight months, you're still figuring yourself out after having a baby. Oh, for sure. And I mean, like what you said, by 10 months, you felt like you were in your groove. It's kind of like that. Like by the end of 
the year or maybe the mid of middle of last year, I was like, I'm in my groove again. I'm back. And this is why maternity leave should be like at least 10 (laughs) months to a year because you don't feel normal until then. At least most people I talk to anywhere between eight to 10 months, they start to feel like semi with it. I would say up until eight months, it's like every month or two are different. Yeah. Yeah. They're There's changing so fast. Oh, There's regressions. Their naps change. What they eat changes. How you feed them changes. Like move differently. It's just so fast that first year yeah. that you're always kind of reacting. And I feel like around 10 months, things start to standardize a little bit. Yeah. You know what relief I felt from daycare was all of the responsibility kind of fell off of me. Mm-hmm. Like the milestones they were supposed to hit or the number of naps or whatever, it kind of fell into their hands. And I was like, wait, this is nice. Yeah. Like I'm not having to worry about all of that anymore. I'm like, well, daycare takes care right. of that. Yeah, <laughs> I had no idea daycare will do that. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's just that part was nice. I mean, there are definitely pros and cons, like the constant sickness that I <laughs> tell you guys about. And just it's out of this world expensive. And for the sanity of my life, um, we just chose not to do nanny because I am work from home. Right. And I do like to mosey around my house and not feel so trapped in my room. Plus, I think now that Graydon is walking, he would find me. I'm like, there's... He'd, he'd be, find me. He'd be banging on my door like crazy. He'd be screaming in the background of your podcast. Yeah. You're trying Shout to- out TJ. <laughs> TJ wants to make himself known. He is here. Mm, he's eating he sounds like here. a gremlin. Yeah. <laughs> he's a boy. Yeah. Yeah. Boy life. But yeah, I mean, I just... The nanny, the nanny route was not my first choice I needed to be well yeah because you work from home I I I was a full-time nanny for past life um and I've also nannied for people who work from home and it's a lot harder from the nanny's point of view too you feel like you have to tiptoe around you feel like so I think you did the right thing and you have to do what works for your life you know and your lifestyle I mean it's nice for me to get out of the house and like have that car like ride home I just kind of get in the groove and I'm like, all right, out of mom mode for a little bit. I'm driving. I'm listening to some tones. And then I go to work. Yeah. It's fun. Yeah. Feels Have normal. you made any friends from daycare? There are people I know um, that go there, but they're in different classes. So, mm. and they, it's a little strict. They are like, come in, drop off, do not cause chaos because the kids will cry. So they kind of teach you to. What be do like, people come in and have fist fights I, or something? I come in and punt Graydon into class, <laughs> and then I'm like, I'm like, "See a toots," and I'm out of there. So, <laughs> no, oh they they kind of want you in and out, which I totally get because a lot of kids are so upset. A lot of them go part time; they're not there all the time. So when they get dropped off, they're sad, and you just don't want to cause a ruckus. So. Yeah, <clears throat> I would love to. There's kids that Graydon likes a lot I'm like man we should hang out with their parents I bet they're cool we just haven't okay so my last question to you is for the corporate moms out there who are feeling like overwhelmed or there's a lot of people I know that are new moms that are on daycare waiting lists like what what's your advice like do you encourage them to open the dialogue with their what's your advice yeah I mean I guess it totally depends on your relationship with your boss and what you feel comfortable about doing. I feel like for me, it honestly was just word vomit having that conversation, but it felt natural and right that I could 
honestly and openly tell her how I felt. She's also a mom with little kids. So it was like, look, I'm struggling. Help me. Yeah. (laughs) And a lot of people might not have that situation, but I think any kind of open communication is going to serve you well. And if it is like the end or I don't want to say demise of that career, then maybe that isn't the right path. Yeah. So, yeah. And you will find happiness, um, kind of like what you said when you thought your career was over and then something new opened up even better. So, you know, things happen for a reason. I know I was going to say, I'm really going to become like the woo woo person of this (laughs) podcast, but the universe gives you everything you need. I really like believe that. And I feel like gave me what I needed, even though it's felt very scary and crazy. And I do think everything you end up where you're supposed to be. What is the saying? If it doesn't scare you, then you're not growing. Yeah. So we grow here with this podcast. I'm growing. We had a little woo woo to us. Just FYI. I do. Everybody. (laughs) I can't help it. It's good. Yeah. It's good. I love your manifesting. Thank you. Next episode, I will guide you through a guided (laughs) meditation. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. But if you guys want that, let me know in the comments. (laughs) Yeah, I remember when you told us that you like finally decided to go part time. I was so just happy for you. I think that's what a lot of people want. Yeah. Because they don't want to completely leave their careers, but they're scared to ask for part time or they're, you know, think it's going to be a step back. But you're doing the same job. Uh, Yeah. I I mean, I I really do feel like I fell in a very lucky situation. And some people might not have that, but if you if you have the means to go part time, um, it just was a healthy split to get off work early, spend the afternoons with my child, which which is my number one priority. Okay, one logistical question because you just said spend the afternoons. Is that how it works? You work from like nine to noon every day, or how does the the part time work? Yep. So I am eight to two. I was just telling Shannon, I would pick him up at two, but it's playground time and he loves the playground. So now I'm having to wait to go pick him up. I'm like, don't want to interrupt your fun. So yeah, I I usually pick him up at three and then just spend the rest of the day with him. Um, And we stand by the window and wait for dad to come home. That's cute. (laughs) Thank you. That's really cute. He loves his dad. Dada. Dada. Yes. I love it. Oh, amazing. Well, thanks for sharing your perspective. Thank you. Our part-time queen. Part-time queen. Part-time marketing, full-time queen. Oh. Is that my new slogan? (laughs) You need a sweatshirt that says it. Yeah. Well, thank you guys. Amazing. Love you. Love you you guys. Bye. Thank you so much for being a part of our mom group chat. New episodes drop every Tuesday. And don't forget, the group chat is blowing up on our Instagram page. So make sure you're following along over there. All right. Got to go. My toddler just put something in her mouth.